you know, it's your first swim run. I, I can see why you kind of would forget that you're tethered to someone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> being tied to someone else is not totally a second nature for everyone as it is to us. So I can uh, see how that would happen. Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I'm Chip. And I'm Chris. And this is episode 111 of the show. Yeah, so still Partners Month, so we thought it'd be interesting uh, to kind of go back in the Wayback Machine. So way back in episode four, we released our Swim Run 101 Partners episode, um, and we thought it'd be interesting to listen to it again. Chipper and I like literally just listened to to this mm-hmm. episode on, on one and a half speeds, which was <laughs> pretty comical. Um, it's like, why, why are you so mad, Chipper? Um and we're like, well, let's listen to it. And then we thought we would do a redux of that episode and add anything that we would change or subtract or new categories or whatever based on, you know, since we're way more experienced two years later, dare I say wiser and older. You know, we've basically been picking people's brains for this whole time. Yeah. And episode four, still a really solid episode. I was I was pleasantly surprised by how looking back on the show. That was pretty good. Yeah. Gotta say. We should pat ourselves on the back for that one. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Uh, I think we did a, a solid effort on on our best thinking around partners, and I would agree with ninety nine percent of what we said in that episode. Yeah, so we're going to give a, a brief little summary about what we talked about in that initial episode, and then kind of now build off of that, like what Chris said. What would we change about it? But we still recommend if you're new to the sport of swim run and you're how the hell, what's the deal with the partner situation? I don't yeah. even get any of this. Go all the way back to episode four, and we'll link it in the show notes here. And that's a great one to listen to. It's about 22 minutes, 25 minutes or something, and it, it, it covers a lot of it. So here's kind of the main points that we that we distilled down out of the episode there. Um, most of it was your considerations on how to select a swim run partner. Chris and I are not naive to think, that we're, we're lucky enough to literally be neighbors, mm-hmm. be uh, able to train and race along within close enough to the same paces, have very similar goals. Like we're in a really great situation and we know not everybody is in that situation. So here's a couple considerations that we would have for selecting a swim run partner. Again, this is sort of rehashing episode four, but here's the, here's the crib notes on it. Um, overall endurance and fitness ability makes sense there like can you go for three hours for an experience event or are you looking to do something maybe five six seven eight hours like a a world series type of event are your swim and running paces similar now i wouldn't say you have to be so concerned about is chris running exactly the same pace as me or do you swim at exactly the same pace it's I would say it's pretty common to have some discrepancies on in both of those categories. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I think, yeah, I, I, you know, I agree. I think like episode four, we do a pretty good job kind of breaking this down, but yeah, I mean, it's, these are just important things to consider, you know, what are your goals? What's your fitness level? Um, you know, what, what are you trying to get out of this thing? We'll try qualify for worlds. I mean, that's something that should be really important when you're trying to figure out whether you're a good match. And and yeah, I think you know we'll 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 talk about things we would we've added we would add to this list. But I think in general, um, yeah, that section I thought was pretty solid, man. Yeah, 
uh, and and I think our biggest thing there is want someone that's ready for adventure because that's what you're going to get with swim run. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing is going to go really as planned <laughs> unless you have some sort of crazy, amazing day. Just be ready for adjusting things, adjusting expectations, yeah. overcoming adversity, having really low moments, having your partner pull you out of those. And then you do the same, you know, two miles down the road, whatever. That's, uh, that's how it's going to be. So we think that episode stood the test of time, but as Chris mentioned, we have been uh, we have gotten wise over the last twenty four plus months. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we would like add or change to our, I guess, advice. Yeah, on partners. I think one thing for me uh, that now that I'm older and wiser in the sport of swim run um, is sort of the use of the tether. Yeah, I think our our relationship with the tether has definitely evolved. I think, um, but. Well, I think we we should mention it here because it has an implication. Like maybe your partner just has doesn't want to do the tether, isn't willing to go there or whatever. So again, these are just things where um, I don't think it's a huge deal. But knowing what we know now, like the tether turns out to be a really important part of our partnership. Exactly. And at the time when we recorded that episode back in January of 2020, we hadn't hit, we hadn't unlocked yeah. the swarm run flow. We didn't even... We heard about it, but it was only in <laughs> passing and hearsay. Uh, it wasn't until later that year when we first had a real strong experience with a tether. Essentially just staying tethered. Just together. staying tethered the, the whole time that we really kind of unlocked the Swarm Run flow, and that was that Swarm Run Odyssey Austin. Yep. Um, and, and like Chris said, yeah, it's, it's, it is a, a, a bit of kit that you're wearing, a three-meter kind of bungee cord for for the lack of a better thing that you're tied together with your partner. But we have entire episodes about that. All yeah. that's in the show notes as well. Um <laughs> but the the quick hits of it is you're able to get real time feedback on how your partner is performing. So if you're leading or pull or uh you can feel oh it's getting tighter, it's getting there's slack in it. So we can yep. pick up the slack. It helps stay close and connected on swims for a safety aspect. So train with the tether as much as you can with your partner. It will it will make your swim run experience that much better. Yeah, I think another one, Chipper, that you and I were talking about was just transitions, and not not that you should practice transitions, which I think that's pretty obvious, but yeah. more the idea of like, hey, if you're selecting partners, you should pick people. I guess it kind of goes back to goals and stuff in a way, where it's like, hey, are we going to be dogging in and out of the water or not? Yeah, so, exactly, and kind of have have a little bit of a plan too is if uh okay i lead i'm leading most of the swims so i'll probably be one of the first ones out or if there's a particular swim for example austin we know uh, it kind of dog legs around one mm-hmm. one bit and that's when chris kind of slides in to bring us home uh hot and so we know okay now chris is leading the transition out and what that what's that going to look like so so working through some of those things and the more efficient and quicker you can be with your transitions, the better time you're going to have with your partner because it won't be some right. thing like uh, John and Addison, the Concho boys, where Addison forgot or had some sort of mental lapse that John Jeez. was his partner and started dragging him up the side of the mountain, well, getting I mean, out of the water. I mean, consider you know it's your first you know it's your first swim run. I, I can see why you kind of would forget that you're tethered to someone. Yeah, I mean, 
being tied to someone else is not totally a second nature for everyone as it is to us. So I can uh, see how that. I love happen. that story. I love that story. Um, yeah, I, th- I think another one that, that we wanted to, I guess, do a little bit of a refresher on was uh, was training together. Yeah, so we had this noted in our first bit about the ability to train together. We said that that was a consideration for a swimmer partner, and I think we stand behind the fact that yeah, it's optimal. It, it <laughs> it's ideal. It's ideal. <laughs> if it, if you can make it happen, make it happen because it's only going to improve your your situation. But I wouldn't I wouldn't disqualify a potential partner because they're not my neighbor or because I might only see them once in a while. We've talk to many teams over the years mm-hmm. that they are completely separate. I mean, the team run for tacos, yep. Lolo and Sterling lives in Florida and Arizona. Yep. So they never train together. They don't, it's not possible. And their first sort of training experience together was at Odyssey at our, Orcas. Yeah, at her shakeout. At the swim run so shakeout great. was their first that story. training thing. So that was a really cool thing. Yeah. And I think that, Maybe that particular example sort of changed my mind about for sure about that um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that that's where that's definitely one where from the original episode we would tone that down. I think, yeah, I would say it's more of like a a, a wish, an ideal, yeah, you know, to be able to train together. But hey, if you have the same goals and you're committed to this thing, I think I think we would sort of de-emphasize the value of that and have it be more of like, hey, if you're committed to a goal, you're doing it. Does kind of doesn't matter where you are it's just going to take you a little bit more time to kind of figure you know dial everything in but yeah and and the run for tacos example that we were using they still were each other's accountability partners right Mm -hmm. checking in oh hey i know you had a big run and if we're across the country and you got your big run in in the morning that's just a little bit extra push that i'm going to need to go to go out and and get it done so i think that's kind of really helpful to to think about as well yeah, I think I think the last one we had for this category of, you know, things that we would change or add to the previous show, I think we didn't talk about sort of race prepping with your partner and um you know, it's we th- this is one we're definitely like we're just way wiser now, like we know how to prepare for races better. We've spoken to so many coaches and athletes and kind of just done what they've told us to do where, you know, since since episode four, we've had these swim run 201 sort of quote-unquote advanced topics in swim run. Yeah. And, and I think those are ones where we really sort of dove into sort of team, you know, we have episode 52, which is swim run flow, episode 60, team tactics, 71, heads up racing, 106, swim paddle, hieroglyphics, you know, where these, these are, to me, like the ones where, Part, to the where, next where, level. Where, like partners go to really really cement themselves yes and, and it's in the race pre- i don't know if that makes any sense oh yeah it's like uh it's like a couple's retreat <laughs> it's yeah. like a, your advanced swim run <laughs> retreat uh as your as your partner but those are four 201 episodes that are are really good and we still remind ourselves of parts of each of those episodes before every race, whether it is for the hieroglyphics that we're actually physically writing it out, mm-hmm. or we already know we're going to stay tethered to keep that kind of swarm and flow going. So those are things that will really take your partnership to the next level, right. which in turn takes your sort of swarm run experience. Right, exactly. Yeah, and it's I, I think in my mind where this is related to, to partners, it's like, hey, this becomes a pretty – you know, pretty intimate kind of experience where you could be suffering for a long time together. 
you know, so so understanding kind of what you're getting into and going into that and the adventure that way can also make for a really great partnership. So if you if you have someone in your life who you think would be, you know, down to go deep like this, then it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think that leads right into something else that we would add that that we noted is communication. Mm-hmm. How important that is and Again, some of these things might be no-brainers to people or they might seem like no-brainers, but it's actually um, a lot harder than it than it seems. I mean, we even struggle with it at, at times. I think Orcas was a good example about mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily need to communicate that I was in a bad way. I think that was obvious, but sort yeah. of we just kind of kept going. We know we just carried on. Sort right, of, and exactly. We probably could have done yeah. a better job about mm-hmm. communicating what the day is going to be like. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, totally. Um, I mean, I think that race for me as the one who was essentially like lead horse, forcing you, <laughs> <laughs> forcing you to do this race at that point. You know, I mean, I have a lot of regret. Like I should have communicated more. I should have done all this stuff. So, so even like between us where I think we would still, we mentioned in the, in the episode four that we think we're really good partners. Yeah. Um, there's always room for growth. And I think, yeah. And I, I think it's something that you only have that growth once once you go through it yeah totally there's there's certain things you're only going to learn from from going through them and on the same side of the coin i probably could have said hey i need to uh, hang out this age day for solid 45 minutes why yeah <laughs> get myself right again <laughs> before we before we carry on like um, i need to find some sprite yeah, i know yeah is there a coca-cola anywhere? <laughs> um a couple things you know i feel chris one of our most common questions is i want to do a swim run where do i find a partner mm-hmm now, there's a couple of great Facebook groups that we've listed on both the episode, uh, the original episode, and then we'll, we'll relink in this one. But um, there's the Atala Facebook page, their Odyssey page. If you're doing any of the Odyssey races, the Odyssey Facebook page is a great group to, to join in. Additionally, we have our Low Tide Boy Strava Club. So there's hundreds of people in there. And there's a little forum there. You could post what races you're doing and where you're looking to get out of that race and, and everything and, and attract and get your partners there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think the the last thing that I can't believe we didn't mention it in episode four. Oh. We've written about this yeah, we in were, scholarly online publications. But team triathlon. names. Like we didn't mention like, hey, if you're going to have a partner, you really have to be aligned on what you want out of a team name. Absolutely. And be sure to check out our article that we wrote on Triathlete Magazine, triathlete.com. Yeah, online. We'll put it <laughs> online. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes there. But we had a little bit of fun with that one. But part of the charm of Swarm Run is like all the cool random names that, that people uh, pick for, for their teams and Maybe they change them every race, or they keep them all forever, like uh, the Low Tide Boys. Yeah, for for years we got we've we've just been going with the same one. I think we're stuck at this point. I mean, yeah, I th- unless we want to go like incognito, a huge, or something. Re- oh, like under the radar, like yeah. no one would know. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, I think that's it. I think you know what we try to do with this Redux was essentially. I, well, I should say, I feel like this year, it's just been, this whole, the theme of this year is just really self-serving. <laughs> like, we're 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 obviously getting ready to do Atala. We have a big year ahead of us, and 
feel like a lot of our episodes have really been helping us kind of along this journey and we think it, we hope it helps everyone else but i think it was it was instructive for us to look back and listen to episode four again um and yeah and this redux i think it is a, is a just put a little little new pa- you know coat of paint on 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 that car boat house one paddle, buoy, one paddle. whatever you, whatever you're painting <laughs> Absolutely. And I know we, we, we rattled off a bunch of previous episodes to listen to. Those will all be in the show notes. So head on over to lowtieboys.com. Check those out. You have plenty of uh, listening homework if you need. Yeah. Some of these are going to be great to dive into again. I think the, the, the team tactics, I believe we had Bronwyn and Greg of the Boston Wet Sox chime in and give us an audio clip for that. They're out there winning yeah, races. We have people like no way way smarter than us, right? So if you don't like what we're these. saying, we we bring we bring people who are who are solid, yeah, to, to come in to to help. And then and then the next time we just say what they what they said. Yeah, then we just try to yeah, repurpose what they said. Yeah. ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, any questions with partners or anything you think that we missed? Shoot us a shoot us a note on Instagram or, or send us an email over at. Yeah, we did it. Tether, untethered. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review since that's the best way to help other people discover the show and the support of Swim Run. Sign up for a newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any suggestions for the show or questions for us, send us a DM or an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Riding Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of all our swim run activities, podcast, and other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. Other way stuff. To, way to keep it PG. Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. Go for a run. Then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then another run. And then just keep going. Until you're done. Until you're done. Or maybe can't stop. 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 <laughs>